so many things that you have to do. I don't know how Miss Angel keeps up with all this. So many things that you have to do when you're in the sound booth, getting all the technical stuff going. Amen. So let's turn our Bibles this morning to St. John's Gospel. We want to look at John chapter 1. St. John's Gospel. John chapter 1 this morning. All right. John chapter 1. And let's see what John said. I think John gave us a clue here. In John chapter 1. In the beginning, in the beginning, let's talk about in the beginning. In the beginning was God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was God. Well, when was in the beginning? I believe in the beginning was Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah was in the beginning. Rosh Hashanah is the uh, first day of the new year and is on the uh in leviticus uh talk where it goes that siren again y'all pray something something big must be going on for all the sirens be happening uh in jesus name lord send the angels um but anyways uh rosh hashanah is the beginning of the new year on the hebrew calendar i believe it is the beginning of genesis chapter 1 verse 1 we are in the year of 5784 5,784. And this is the year from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, until today. 5,784. And I know many of you have grew up in school and, and you're teaching the kids that, you know, the, the planet's billions of years old and man is thousands upon thousands of years old, all this stuff. But the truth is, our earth, According to Genesis 1 and 1, the beginning of that time that you and I know is, uh, is less than 6,000 years. It's 5,784. That has been calculated by the Hebrew scholars, and, um, and that's the calendar that we used to go by before the Gregorian <laughs> calendar came out in 305 AD. So 300 years after Christ, okay, we were living by the Hebrew calendar and not the Gregorian calendar. And that can be confusing to some people who grew up in the Western society, grew up in this Western world, and were so used to the Gregorian calendar. And we think that the New Year is December 31st. Well, that's according to the Gregorian calendar. And that is not according to the Hebrew calendar. Well, if we're going to study the, the God of Hebrew, the Hebrew God, and we're going to study the Word of God that chose Israel to be his people and, and spoke Hebrew to the people, then we're going to have to change how we think about some things. We're going to have to let go of this Gregorian calendar, and we're going to have to embrace the Hebrew calendar. And so as you embrace the Hebrew calendar, you're looking at John chapter 1, verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So that's where we, where we are today. Let me just take a short... Short break here, and uh, let me hey, woo, text message, and let me just see if we ever got online here. And I don't know, this thing may not be working because it's not showing me online at all. So I'm just going to go live here on my Facebook through my phone, and we'll just set up that way. And I'll just let Miss Angel deal with this technical craziness when she comes in. Okay.
So here we go. All right. We'll just set it right over here. And you will be with that. All right. So welcome everybody to Pastor CJ's uh, Sunday School class. If you're just now getting on Facebook, I think we're just getting on Facebook, trying to figure this technical stuff out. Praise God for you. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Now I believe that John gave us a clue here when he started talking about in the beginning. And I want to talk to you about that in the beginning. Today is the celebration of Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Rosh Hashanah started on Friday night and it goes uh, to today. And uh, I think John gave us a clue in this. In the beginning, in the beginning, I believe, is Rosh Hashanah because it's in, in Leviticus chapter 23, it talks about the seventh month, second of uh, the Feast of the Tabernacle, the Feast of Trumpets, on the seventh month and on the first day. And then it tells us that creation, the beginning of time, was on Rosh Hashanah. So it is the head of the year. This is the beginning of the year. So in the beginning, or Rosh Hashanah, was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. This is so important. Now jump down to verse 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So here we are, Rosh Hashanah, full of grace and truth. Amen. So, we already know that the Gregorian calendar came out in 305 A.D., before that, the early church, in the book of Acts, okay, to go back to the book of Acts, the first church, the early church, um, they already had, had, it's always been tradition, it's always been known, it's always been recorded that Jesus was born in December. I mean, not December, but September, in the middle of September. Not in December, as you and I celebrate Christmas, being on uh, December the 25th. That is not the real birthday of Jesus. Actually, his birthday was in the middle of September. Well, guess what? Rosh Hashanah is also in the middle of September. So when you put the two things together, you can easily see that it is so possible, it is very possible that Jesus Christ was born in Rosh Hashanah. And that would give us the clue of what John was saying in John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, when? Rosh Hashanah. In the head of the year. In the beginning. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glories of only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I believe that this is a clue from John telling us when Jesus was born. He was born in the middle of September. And uh, we, one of the things we know is that, you know, the shepherds, for example, shepherds are in the barn in the wintertime with the sheep. They're not out there exposed to the cold weather elements as you, as you're, that's portrayed, actually, uh, during the months of December. 
So we want to remember this, and we want to look at the, um, the, his, the history of the early church. And for 300 years, they celebrated Jesus' birth in the middle of September as they celebrated Rosh Hashanah. Jesus also celebrated Rosh Hashanah. This is why it's important. It is the head of the year in Rosh Hashanah. So I want to say Happy New Year and Happy Birthday, Jesus Christ. Amen. Happy Birthday. Today at our church, we, we're going to have a birthday cake. I believe we have a lady cooking a birthday cake for us. It's going to say Happy Birthday, Jesus. And we're going to be celebrating Jesus' birthday. We're going to be celebrating a new year. We're going to have a wonderful time. So you need to come to the Bowden Church of God this morning and celebrate with us. So, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Amen. This is so important. But let me look at some more notes here that we have talking about Rosh Hashanah. I can see that my, I went on Facebook on my phone, but that thing is uh, clicking in and out. I don't know what's going on in this technical world. You know, the devil don't want this kind of word out there, which is why he fights our technical problems so much. Um, so anyways, so let's go to, um, hmm, let's see. So Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 5, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the first day... Of the first month, so the first day of the of the seventh month is what we call Rosh Hashanah, according to uh, Leviticus. And so we believe that this is the day of Rosh Hashanah, on the first day of the seventh month. In verse five, it says, "The evening and the morning was the first day." Now, in Hebrew, the first, the seventh month, and the first day is called Tishra. So it's the month of Tishra in Hebrew. And so we believe this to be the evening and the morning of the first day. So this is the first day of creation as, as we know it in Genesis 1 and 1. This is why this day is so important. This is the most holy holiday on a Jewish calendar. And it should be the most holiest holiday on our calendar. If this is the day that God created the heavens and the earth. This is the day that God separated the day from the night. In the evening, notice it says the evening and the morning. I thought that was interesting because on the Hebrew calendar and on the Hebrew day, they actually start their day at night. We start our day in the morning uh, when the sun rises is what we have got accustomed to. But um, on the Jewish um, way of life and in the Jewish calendar and their day actually starts at night when the sun goes down. So I thought it was very interesting that verse 5 says, in the evening and the morning were the first day. Uh, so that just lines right up with Scripture. And so the evening and the morning were the first day, and I believe it was Rosh Hashanah, the seventh month, and the first day. You say, well, why is it not the first month and the first day? I don't know. That's just when it was, okay? Going to Leviticus chapter 23. So there we are. So back to John 1. It says, in the beginning, the first day, the seventh month, Rosh Hashanah, was the Word of God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then in verse 14, John chapter 1, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory is the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Full of grace and truth. So for, until 300 and, 350, I'm scared, I said 305, but after 350 A.D., 
358 days when the Gregorian calendar was released. That's when it was. That's when it came out. That's when um, Pope Gregory, let's see, he is the 13th. Gregory the 13th in 1582 came up with it um, in the year of 350 A.D. So. This was how the calculations started going back, and this is when they changed the calendar, and we started going to the Gregorian calendar and living by the Gregorian calendar instead of the Hebrew calendar. Now, from my understanding, was a reason that this Pope Gregory actually started doing this research and making the calendar is he was actually trying to trace the birth of Christ, and he actually had gotten it wrong. It's not... Uh, 1 A.D. Uh, it was actually like 3 to 5 A.D., somewhere in that area. Um, but anyways, he had miscalculated it, but we had ever since then been on the Gregorian calendar and lived on the Gregorian calendar, and all of us are used to that. But we have to get away from that kind of mind thinking uh, of the Gregorian calendar and get back to the Hebrew calendar and understand more about um, the Israel people and the Israel traditions and the Bible. Because like I said, when you go to Genesis and it says in the evening and in the morning were the first day, that lets you know how it lines up on the Hebrew uh, way of life and in the Hebrew day. Um, so the evening and the morning were the first day in verse uh, 5 of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. So here we are again celebrating Rosh Hashanah, the creation of the world. Amen. The creation of the world as you and I know it today. Um, and I want to say Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Amen. And we want to say Happy Birthday to Jesus because we know he was born in the middle of September. And so we're celebrating today. Amen. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, um, I believe he was born on Rosh Hashanah. I don't know if there'll be a lot of people out there that would back that up. Uh, but it makes a lot of sense to me that uh, on the first day of the year, that Jesus would come into the world. And, uh, you know, it doesn't take a far stretch to say, you know, as close as Jesus is coming, hey, it could be today. It could be today. If he came the first time on New Year's Day, the first day of the year, what well, makes you think he can't come the second time on New Year's Day? So today could be the day that the rapture of the church takes place. Are you ready to meet your Savior? Are you ready to see Jesus Christ? Amen. That's the question. That's the question. Are you ready to see Jesus? Amen. So happy birthday, Jesus. Happy creation day, God. Happy new year to the world. Amen. As we celebrate this new day, this new year that we're going into. Now let's talk about this, this new year uh, for just a moment. Every number in every letter in the Hebrew uh, language has a number assigned to it this thing is all kind of notifications going off it's not text people are not texting me it's every kind of notification is going off on it so i apologize for the disturbance of that but the five means something the seven means something the eight means something and the four means something year 5784 so every letter in the hebrew alphabet has a number assigned to it every letter has a meaning a word assigned to it like the like uh, the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet means Abba, Father. Amen. It's Abba, Father. That's the first meaning of the word. It's the first letter of the alphabet. And so every letter in the alphabet has a meaning. Every letter in the alphabet has a number assigned to it. Every number 
has a letter assigned to it and has a meaning assigned to it. So looking at that, now let's go back to five. Five means grace to overcome. And let me tell you, church, whatever you're going through, God's giving you the grace to overcome. And I know some of you are going through some hard times. Some of you are going through some very difficult times. And you're saying, God, where are you at in this situation? I just I can't take it no more. I, I understand how you feel. I've been there many times in my life where you just, God, I need you right now. I just need you. Let me tell you, when you're going through those moments, God's giving you the grace to overcome. He's giving you the grace to overcome. And just remember that God is with you. Number seven means spirit of manifestation. Also, the spirit of perfection, okay? So during your time that you're overcoming, okay, God's going to manifest His Spirit upon you. So whatever you're going through, God's going to give you the grace to overcome. He's going to manifest His Spirit upon you. And I can't help but go back to Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. Amen. Whew, praise God. Another feast day, another day holiday on the Jewish calendar, another holy day when the day of Pentecost came the holy ghost fell down many of us in the western world think that the day of pentecost was the only thing it was for was for the, the holy ghost to come down no go back to leviticus man it's a whole feast about it it is a harvest time it is a feast time so you want to you want to go back and study these things okay so leviticus already had the day of pentecost and on the day of pentecost the holy ghost came Damn, but the day of Pentecost was already established, just like the Feast of the Trumpets and Rosh Hashanah is already established. So it was already there. So the Holy Ghost came down in the book of Acts, and number seven represents the spirit of manifestation. I can't help but think about the baptism of the Holy Ghost when I think about the spirit of manifestation. And that's a good place to say, Amen, Pastor CJ. Amen. That's a good place. Now, eight is new beginnings. New beginnings, and this came to me last night as I was as I was studying upon this. Is that eight was a, a decade? We have went into a decade of new beginnings, and we're actually in the fourth year, going into the fourth year now of the new deck of the decade. And that eight represents new beginnings. God is doing something new. He says, "Behold, I am doing a new thing." My Lord, can you let Jesus do a new thing in your life? Can you shut the door on old things? Can you put the old things in the past and allow God to do new things in your life? So here we go. Five is, is a grace to overcome. Seven is a spirit of manifestation. Eight is the new beginnings. Okay, we're in a decade of new beginnings. That is so important. Four, now we're in the fourth year of the new beginnings, but that four means something. And I'm sure you probably have already heard it. It's all over the internet. Man, it's, it's all over the news right now. That four represents a door. The word is door in Hebrew language. So here we have grace to overcome, spirit of manifestation, new beginning, and now God is placing a door in your life. Now, doors can open and doors can close. The question is, are you going to walk through the open door that God has placed in your life? That's the real question. There's going to be some, there's going to be some things that God just needs to shut the door on. And I talked about this last Sunday. Is There's some things in our life that God needs to shut the door on. And I don't know about you, but there's been times in my life I know I have tried to keep the door open. 
that I knew God was trying to shut. And uh, you, you can't do that. It causes too much friction. It's too much stress. When God is shutting a door, allow the door to gently close. Let the Lord close the door. And that's going to be in some relationships in your life. That's going to be in some business affairs, personal things in your life, financial situations in your life. God will shut the door on some things. But those things that he's shutting the doors on are things that are holding you back. Those are things that are hurting you. Those are things that are maybe causing you to sin and keeping sin in your life. Maybe keeping sickness in your life. God wants to shut the door on those things that are harming you. And he wants to open a door to the things that will bless you. And that's where we are. This is the year that we're going into. Let's go into the open door. Now, when I got to the word door, I couldn't help but think about Revelations chapter 3, verse 20, where Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Now, of course, he's talking to the last church in Revelations, and this is so important because I believe the last church in Revelations, I believe each, each church was a physical church in Asia, but I also believe it represents a time period for the modern church. I believe it represents a time of the church world that we're in, and we are in the last days. So we are the last church, the church of the Lacedonians. And as we are in this church age, Jesus called them the lukewarm church. My Lord, if there ever was a time in history that the church people are lukewarm, it is now. And Jesus says he's going to spew us out of his mouth because he wants us. He said, I wish you were either cold or hot. He could do something with that. If you're cold, he can warm you up. But if you're and if you're hot, he can he can use you for his service when you're on fire for Jesus and you're excited and your zeal is there. Where is the zeal of the church? You've lost your zeal. We need to go back to our first works, our first love when we lost our zeal. The church has become lukewarm, ineffective, irrelevant in some places because we're lukewarm. We're not ministering to the people. We're not laying hands on the sick. We're not casting out devils. We're not doing the works that Jesus called the church to do. And I want to tell you, this is so important, that we do the works that Jesus has called the church to do. So you don't want to be lukewarm. Amen? This is also the day of blowing of the trumpet. Amen? This is the day of uh, the Feast of the Trumpets. So I have my shafar here with me. Amen. Let me do my best. So I can't blow make this thing make some noise here. All right. In Israel, they're blowing a trumpet. I mean, they're blowing a trumpet all weekend long. Boy, this is a celebration of the trumpets. Okay. pretty good that time. I wish I could do that every time. Praise God. The blowing of the trumpet, the celebration of the trumpets. Leviticus chapter 23, when God told Israel on the seventh month, on the first day, known as Rosh Hashanah to us, the blowing of the trumpets, the celebration is the celebration of the new year. It's a celebration of creation and is now the celebration of Jesus Christ coming to the world and the world became and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. Happy New Year. Happy Creation Day and happy birthday, Jesus. Praise God. Boy, I'm telling you, that's enough to get you excited. I'm excited about what God is doing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So here we are. 
talking about Rosh Hashanah, talking about the where we are today. And I want to tell you, we are running out of time this morning. Uh, so I want to pray with you. And I want to invite you to come to the Bowden Church of God this morning and be with us live in person in our service as we continue the celebration of the creation of the world, the celebration of a new year, the celebration of God opening the doors. Listen, he's standing at the door of the church and he's knocking. Will you let Jesus in? That's the question. Let Jesus in this morning. We're going to celebrate Jesus. Celebrate. Listen, we are getting ready for the rapture of the church. Soon and very soon, our king is coming and he is going to rapture this church and we are going to forever be in heaven with our Messiah. Praise God. Praise God. And praise God. That's enough. I'm going to tell you, if you, if you can't get excited about that, you might be dead already. You, might, you may just be spiritually and physically dead if you can't get excited about the news of the rapture of the church. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Father, I pray for everybody that's listening to me, my listening audience this morning. And Father, we pray over all of our technical situations that we've been dealing with this morning. God, we ask you to move in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask you for the outpouring of your spirit upon us today. God, we pray for whoever it was that's in need of emergency. As we heard the sirens going by, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over that situation. Send the angels, oh God. Father, raise up the church today to be the church, to be the church. God, send revival to the church like you're sending it to the Auburn University. God, send revival to the church as you're pouring it out upon the colleges throughout the nation today. God, send revival to the world as we are in this last time, God, as the trumpet is about to blow and the dead in Christ are about to rise. God, send revival and save the church and save the people, God. Pour out salvation this morning upon your people. And Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. And amen. Well, thank you for tuning in and watching Pastor CJ Sunday School. Tell everybody about this, mate. We'll be back on here next Sunday morning at 9 a.m. And I look forward to seeing you this morning at 11 a.m. Praise God. God bless you.